another type of pollution that harms the environment and living beings in a big way is noise pollution. Now you're all here for one reason. To rock! What's up everybody, welcome to another Noise Pollution. The episodes are coming thick and fast at the moment, that's what we want. Pretty excited for this one, I am talking to Josh Todd from Buckcherry about the band's absolutely killer new album, Hellbound. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Yeah, good morning, how are you? Yeah, really good man. I've been listening to your new album all morning. So, even more pumped up. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, yeah. It's, uh, it's a great record, and I'm glad, you, uh, I'm glad you got it. That's cool. Yeah, I got the link at about 6 a.m. this morning, so I've been listening to it back-to-back for about the last three hours, three and a half hours. Oh, amazing. That's yeah, great. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah Harry, you must have listened, listened to it a few times. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, it's actually, I was surprised by um, how fast it goes by. Like, it's not a, it's not a long album, but... It's uh, it's a really easy listen. No, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it leaves you wanting more, and that was the whole point, you know. I mean, we wrote a lot of songs to, to whittle it down to the ten songs, you know. Um, I'm so proud of it, you know. It's so nice to have people, you know, giving feedback on, on listening to it, you know, other than ourselves, because we've been sitting on it for since October of 2020, so... You know, uh, this this is a uh, this is the moment for us, and we're we're so happy that it's finally gonna cross the drop. You know. Yeah, for sure. I was actually gonna ask you about that. Um, so was it? It was recorded pre-COVID or sort of mid-COVID, I guess. No, not not, not pre-COVID. No, during COVID. Yeah. Uh, last year, last year was you know crazy year for everybody, of course, and um, uh, so. It was like month. We, we we had a whole year booked of touring on the War Paint record. You know, we'd already done a big tour in 2019, and then we were ready to go to uh, more dates. You know, and um, and then as you know, COVID hit, and all all the shows just started going away month after month. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And so we had to kind of re- we had to kind of regroup and figure out a new plan. Yeah. And, uh, we were talking, and I said, you know, by the time all this shit, you know, we get back to some kind of normal, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, you know, around two years since our last record, so we need to, we need to shift gears and make a new record, and so that's what we started doing, we just started, uh, you know, channeling all of our energy into writing this Hellbound record, and we wrote a lot of, a lot of songs, <laughs> so, um, so, Hell, it was a uh, big undertaking, but like, you know, big payoff too. Yeah, for sure. So, how did you actually record during COVID? Did you were you all able to get together in a room, or was it just sort of done via Zoom and all that sort of stuff in different studios? Or no, I mean, I mean, Stevie uh, and I. Uh, we live about 15 minutes apart, so that was really easy. And, and you know, we just wrote all the demos together, you know. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then as soon as we would get like 
demos together. We, we created like a, uh, a playlist and a, and a SoundCloud link. And then we would send that to the band and just our team, you know, the band, our manager and uh, our producer, Marty Fredrickson. And then everybody would just kind of simmer on the songs and listen to the songs as they came in. And we had a whole list. And, and then right at the end of our songwriting, Stevie and I, our label in the States was like, why don't you go to Nashville and do a week with Marty, right? Write some songs with Marty for a week. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. So, so we flew to Nashville and, um, we wrote, uh, six songs in five days and, and five of those songs made the record. And it was just like a magical, uh, moment. And we were just riding around the clock. It was crazy, but it, but it, but it was like, everything was working. It was so bizarre. Wow. <laughs> it's good when uh, it just all falls into place like that, I suppose. Yeah, I just think that, you know, we had been exercising that songwriting muscle so much, and, you know, Marty writes a lot of songs with a lot of artists, and so when it all came together, it just, it was just effortless and fun, and uh, we were just in there cranking it out. And I think from listening this morning, probably that effortlessness really translates to the, the songs as well. There's a lot of high energy sort of tracks on here. I love the way the album kicks off with five, four, three, two, one. It's like old school punk rock and it's just high energy. I really love that track. And, um, yeah, that's cool. You said that, you know, that was, that was actually uh, Larry Mazur, our manager's idea. He's like, you got to start with five, four, three, two, one. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, after we got the sequence together, it was like, you know what, Larry, you're right. It works, you know? It, yeah. It's really cool. So, um, yeah, that was Larry Mazur's idea. And then um, you've got the the second track is So Hot, and that's obviously been released as a single now. And um, to me, that kind of throws back to, like, Crazy Bitch and songs like that. So what can you tell us about So Hot as the first single? Uh, you know, you always want that out-of-the-box, out just fun, rocking buff Sherry song, you know, and... And that's what I asked for. I said, I just came in to the studio and I said, we need a rocker that you can dance to. And, you know, that is Stevie's department. And um, he had that riff that... He had that riff uh, cataloged on his phone, you know, in like one of those voice notes that he had written a while back at Soundcheck. It just kind of came out when we were on the Wolfgang tour. He just... He had this riff and he liked it, so he just recorded it and that was it. And then, you know, he just kind of cataloged it. And so he came back to that riff and we were like, that thing's dope. So we kind of built a song around that riff and then I took it back to the hotel room and, and uh, wrote lyrics and melodies and So Hot was born. Fair enough. So there is a lot of that to the rest of the tracks on the album as well. It's all really catchy and sort of upbeat but the tail end of the album the last two tracks the way and barricade they both sort of scale things back and are a little bit more ballady what could you tell us about writing ballads yeah you know um you're always gonna have songs like the way and sorry and you know for the movies those type of songs on both cherry records I yeah, mean, yeah that's what i loved about uh rock records when i was a kid i like i like the dynamics you know that rock bands had back then. I mean, they would they would have 
uh, you know, slower tempo songs on their record, you know, so there was a lot of different emotions going on, and, and that's what was great about those old rock records. And, and so, yeah, you know, it was a it was an emotional time period last year, and, and at that time, uh, Stevie had lost his father last year, so it was, it was really emotional for us because he was a really lovely guy, you know, and uh, just just always very supportive about Cherry and came around a lot so that that was tough and and uh, we were all going through our own stuff of being home after we've been on the road all the time so that is that that is a lot of challenges right there so so all that you know you have to get back to like what what is uh important in your life you know so that's kind of what the way is about and and I just came up with this verse chorus in the shower I just was singing I'm like oh that's good and I would I scattered it on my phone, and then I, I came to Stevie, and I'm like, I got this song, and I got no music, and I just sang it to him, and we found a tempo, and then, and then we found a key, you know, that was good with my voice, and then he's like, let's make it like Hey Jude, and I go, great, and I go, I want some piano in there, and I want it to, like, start at one place and end at another place, you know, end, like, bombastic ending. And so, you know, he did all that, and I came back, and he had this amazing composition laid out for me. And so I finished the melodies for the bridge and the outro, and that was it. We went in, I went and recorded it, and, and uh, The Way was born, and that's how that song came about. Awesome. And, yeah, it's not out of place on a Buckcherry record. Like you said, there is always those ballady sort of tracks, and I think it really works really well to have it at the end of the album after all this high energy stuff that you sort of go out on a softer note but it just works i like it yeah you know you it, it's very it, thank you you know it's like it's really hard making a sequence and, and you're right with the way you got to be kind of a little fatigued uh to hear that song and to really get it and and that's that was the whole that was what we were thinking about, you know, like, let's just load them up, and then, and then when they're just, you know, they need a, they need to rest for a second, then we hit them with the way, you know, and, and it works, you know, and Barricade is just a great song to, uh, to wrap it up with, you know, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's got a, hev- it's got a heaviness to it, it's got a end of the world type, uh, feeling, you know, and, and that's why I like that song. Yeah, and I think fans are going to dig it as well. Now, I've seen Buckcherry live a couple of times here in Australia, and you guys must be itching to get back out on the road and get that energy, you know, out of your systems. Yeah, you know, we've been on the road a long time, and, you know, that's 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 where we thrive and what we really love, and that's how we, you know, built this career over 22 years of, you know, basically being the only type of band uh, of our generation, you know, really. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful for that, you know. Um, that's what we uh, dreamed about and, you know, dedicated our our skills, you know, and everything to, to achieve. And so, I mean, it's great. And, you know, when it was all removed, it makes you appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. So I'm interested, basically, you haven't toured for a while due to COVID, so when you are actually able to get back up on the road, you, you've got sort of two albums worth of material to to spread to the world. What are your set lists going to look like? Yeah, it's, it's really, really <laughs> challenging because, because everybody, you know, 
everybody wants to hear this whole record now. You know, like yeah. the, the general public hasn't even heard this whole record, and it's like our label, our manager, everybody's like, you got to play the whole record, and I'm like, I can't play the whole record. You know, it's like <laughs> we got we got eight other records, and we got all these. You know, we got so much to tend to. It's like. But I, I love that. I love it that it's so good that every, they want to hear every song. But right now, you know, we've done a handful of shows, and we have been rotating. Uh, you know, like So Hot and Hellbound will be every night, of course, and then we ro- we rotate. Oh, I just added Guns to the set, too, because it's great. Yep. Uh, but then we rotate, like, Wasting No More Time and The Way and, uh, and uh, No More Lights. Okay. So... But yeah, we're gonna. Everybody likes five, four, three, two, one now. So it's like, all right, we gotta get. Maybe we'll start opening the show with that after everybody has the record. You know, it's just we just have to play it by ear right now. Yeah, I think that'd be a perfect song to open the set with, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, as far as coming to Australia, do you? Are you guys willing to do the two weeks quarantine to to do a bit of a tour of Australia or? It's just not on the cards right now. You guys won't let us in. <laughs> you guys let us in, uh, we will come. You know, I yeah. mean, that's really that's really it. Um, you know, in, in order to do Australia, we got to tie in some other territories like Japan and, and the UK. So, you know, we're just waiting for you guys to give us the green light, and it'll probably be, from what I understand, towards the end of the year. So, um, yeah, yeah. That's what everybody seems to be talking about. So hopefully you guys will be ready for us at that point. Oh, we'll be ready. <laughs> so um, you mentioned that you recorded it or wrote a lot of songs for this record, and obviously it's only ten made the cut. What do you do with the the leftover tracks? Well, I gotta say, you know, songs that don't make Buck Cherry records usually it's always for a reason. You know, um, sometimes we'll go back to a song here or there, but like I think there's there's probably four songs that we will revisit, you know, for the next writing cycle. But other than that, we just always start fresh. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of songs. Are they great? You know, no. If they were great, they would have made the record, you know. I mean, now we've raised the bar so high, you know, we have to really uh, <laughs> write really a lot of songs in order to get to those those few that are just, like, undeniable, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, this is a little bit unrelated to music, but um, something that I like to do here on Noise Pollution is talk about tattoos, and you've got quite a few tattoos. <laughs> I was just wondering, yes. are you still adding to your uh, tattoo collection, or are you pretty much covered? Yeah, you know, uh, it's always a work in progress, I, you know. Uh, <laughs> At one point, I, I really, I really wanted to be body suited, you know. Yeah. I mean, not not my not my face or anything like that, but you know, um, I'm probably gonna leave out my butt cheeks and you know my junk. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I, I want to get I want to get my legs finished at some point, but I'm gonna kind of go slow on that because you know, uh, I have three kids, and, and one my daughter, my oldest daughter is 26. I have now a brown baby. She just had a daughter. Oh wow! And I have my two kids. That, I have two teenagers at home. Uh, well, my son's not a teenager yet; he's twelve, but he's gonna be one pretty soon. And and then I, I have another daughter; she's fifteen. So maybe someday, you never know. They'll want to come in and you know do something together. If that ever happens, I want to have space to do that. That would be fun. For sure. So um, 
you know. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta kind of relax a little bit on that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got any um, particular artist, or do you, do you try to get tattooed everywhere in the world, or? How no, do you... no, no. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful where you get tattooed. Though. For sure. But yeah. No, I have to. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Quinn has tattooed the majority of my body, and then you know I've had a few other artists do uh, little pieces on my legs. You know, like. Corey Walker did a dragon head on my left leg uh, in Japan, Year of the Dragon, and he's a really well-known tattoo artist there, and that was an amazing experience, you know, and then and then I got, you know, a few other guys that did a few pieces on my legs, and, and that's it, you know, but Kevin Quinn has done the majority of my work. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you actually just mentioned Year of the Dragon. I was wondering, is there going to be any more Joshua Todd solo work coming down the pipelines eventually? <laughs> <laughs> Josh on the Josh on the conflict. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you never know. That was a great record. Um, we had a lot of fun making that record. That was the first record Stevie and I had made together. You know. So, yeah. Um, that was a labor of love. We had a really great time doing that, and it was back more to my aggressive roots. You know, and so I don't know. You know, you never know. It all. It, it's all subject to like the demand and and uh, and all of that and time. You know, it takes time. For sure. All right. Well, it's been awesome talking to you, and I'm really, really excited for the album to come out and for everybody else to hear it. I think it's arguably Buckcherry's best album of their career, so I think people are going to love it. I, I, I think, you know, I don't want to say it. You said it, but I think it's the best, best DC record we've ever written. But, yeah. Uh, you know, uh... I can't say it because it's just me, like you know, thinking that it's my it's my latest record, and I just think it's you know amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I I agree. I you know, I think it's if it's not the best, it's definitely up there with uh, the best. So, um, I appreciate that, man. I'm so I'm so fired up. You know, it's like I've been doing all this press, and all these press people have gotten the record. You know. Yeah. So. When I get off the when I get off the phone with somebody who's heard my record, I am so fired up. I can't, you know. I, I just want to I just want to uh, perform. You know, it's 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 hard to just like get off these calls and then just go sit here for another you know two and a half weeks. And yeah. Wait, but uh, you know, but you know, I mean, I'm super pumped. You know that 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 it's been a, like an overwhelmingly really great, great response. So you know that's what you want and. Um, you know, it it doesn't happen all the time. So, you know, when, when these moments happen, we, we really embrace it. For sure. So for the people listening here on the podcast, what is the actual release date? I think it's uh, the 25th of June or something like that, is it? Yeah, June, June 25th, and you can pre-order it right now on all uh, musical platforms. Uh, you can go to Earache uh, Records you know, earache.com, and, you know, that's our label. I think that's who's the label over there. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, you can pre-order it on the website, and you can also get vinyl or, or whatever. Awesome. All right, well, thanks again for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and we hope to see you here in Australia towards the end of the year or early next year. Absolutely, man. We're looking forward to it. Be awesome. Good, and um, I'm so glad you like the record. There you have it. That was Joshua Todd from Buckcherry talking all things Hellbound. 
I guarantee you right now, this will be in my top five albums for the end of the year. It is that good. It is a career best for Buckcherry and for Josh. He's had other projects on the go. I don't think they've, him or Buckcherry collectively, have ever done better than Hellbound. And they have had some killer, killer albums through the time. So that is saying something. Go out there and grab yourself a copy and turn it up really loud. Join us next time for a chat with the one and only Matt Young from King Parrot.